football hustler back at you and we got another idp show so for all you idp fanatics i know you're ready to see that intro drop idp content coming every week i got my idp waivers dropping a little later today and if you're not subscribed on youtube make sure you get subscribed right now because we got the ricky williams signed jersey giveaway going down we are less than 200 subscribers away before we are launching this that should be happening any week now all right I'm not doing this one solo. Oh, no. I brought one of my homies in the IDP community here with me. This, we're going to be collabing a lot during this season, so make sure you show him some love. My man, Jordan from the IDP Army. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? How you doing, brother? Oh, doing good, man. Doing good. Just uh, coming down a little bit after the Sunday high from all this football. We're back. <laughs> yeah it was so awesome i mean it was just it was almost overwhelming but it was so easy to just get back in the swing of things from like you know watching multiple screens you got red zone on but i, I have um what is the game pass or not game pass what's the other one sunday ticket so kind oh, of okay. flipping between each game i need to get another tv down here for real but man it, it was such a good time sunday ticket had me spoiled i had it for the longest time and now i cannot watch football unless i'm watching all the games at once it, it just it doesn't feel right yeah i i'm gonna get there soon like i said i need another tv for him set up like that but i mean it was such a good day offensively and defensively i mean off defensively i mean we had basically like the biggest idp game i've ever seen uh chandler jones had five sacks two forced fumbles um golly like insanity insanity if you if you don't if you don't play in an idp league you just can't even understand like how big of an impact he had uh, one of the guys who i got into a brand new fantasy football league like he messaged me right after that arizona arizona game was like dude chandler jones what <laughs> pretty much won him the game like all by himself yeah, and people like that's such a rare game too. Like I, I, I saw some people on Twitter commenting about it and his score, but it's like I've been watching, playing, you know, tracking the IDP scores for a while, and the last time a score like this happened was like back in like the JJ Watt days, which is funny because he was on there, but like 2014, 2013, JJ Watt, like that kind of day. So I mean, it, it's a very rare game uh, to see anybody even hit the 50s in fantasy offensively or defensively. But yeah, it was a massive game. I feel stupid because I had him on the bench in two leagues. Um, I had Chase Young in instead of him in a league. And I mean, I had guys that were good in and like they didn't like let me down per se, but it's like it was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Anybody who has a guy like Chandler Jones, I mean, that like you said, we don't see games like that often. I swear like Joey Bosa put in a four or five sack game like last year. Khalil Mack, it was a couple years ago. But yeah, you really don't see guys get to five sacks very often. I mean, 22 and a half sacks is the record for a season. Now with that extra game, I mean, if he throws up like two sacks, and I mean, he's going to be going for it, right? He's the kind of guy that can get it too. I mean, he's one of these rare, you know, he, he finishes his sacks a lot and he has multiple sack games. He's had 
he had a four sack game uh, in 2019. Um, he's had other big big seasons where he's had uh, huge sack totals, multiple sack games, three sack games in 2018. Um, yeah, I mean, he's always one of the guys to get double-digit sacks too. So to start your season out with five, he's a good bet to be sack leader, uh, good bet to be forced fumble leader, um, good bet to be defensive player of the year. I mean, if, that, if the Cardinals play like that all season and that team looks good and they have all eyes on them, I mean, Chandler Jones looking hot. Yeah, they were my pick to win the division, and it's because their offense is stacked, but, I mean, their defense is just stacked all around. Like a guy like Isaiah Simmons, they were so stacked last year that they picked him at the number seven spot and literally didn't even have any room for him to fit in on the defense. But now they got rid of that. They shipped some guys off. Isaiah Simmons finishing as one of the top guys yesterday, seven solos. Two assisted, two passes defended, and had that big-time interception. It was gifted to him, but either way, what do you think about Isaiah Simmons moving forward? I mean, yeah, it looks like he's not going to be battling for playing time. It looks like he's going to be one of the primary starters. Looks like uh, Zayvon Collins is the guy who's in trouble there, who they drafted this year in the first round. So, yeah, I mean, it's wheels up for Isaiah Simmons. He was a lot of people's uh, a breakout candidate for a lot of people. We know he has the dynamic playing playmaking ability. It's just a matter of him getting on the field and staying on the field. And if he's going to keep doing that and J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones are going to be out there bringing pressure all the time, I mean, yeah, he's going to feast all season long. Definitely. And yeah, J.J. Watt, I mean, he was uh, he was the man on the field yesterday. I mean, wasn't the man stats wise, but sometimes that's what sucks with IDP. You have a big impact, but sometimes your stats don't necessarily show the impact. Mm -hmm. Now, one guy who kind of threw me, who really threw me off because I was really high on him last year and he totally flopped. And I mean, Carolina Panthers defense just wasn't that good outside of Jeremy Chin. I'm talking about Shaq Thompson. Finished as an IDP one, two, three, the number two scoring linebacker on the week, five solo, five assisted, one tackle for loss, a big sack, three passes defended and a big time interception. What, what do you say about Shaq Thompson after his resurgence yesterday? I mean, that's a big time game. Um, we've seen him blow up before in the past, but last year he was kind of spotty, lessing people down. I think the expectations were high. He, he, we know he's a monster athlete. We know he, we know he can do it. Uh, to start the season out this hot is a is a really good thing. But he's probably not going to have weeks like this every week of the season. But I, I definitely feel confident playing him every week now. Um, whereas he was probably a candidate coming into the season as you know you probably drafted him as a linebacker three type guy. You're probably looking at him more of a linebacker two now, knowing that this kind of ceiling is available to him. Um, yeah, and ride it out. You know, good on him. That that Panthers defense looks good. I mean, obviously they're playing the Jets, so that helps. But <laughs> and yeah, and um, I mean, really, one of the things that I try to do is like, like on offense, sometimes you take away a touchdown, you see like what their game would be without it. So I try to take out some of the big plays, like the interceptions. I mean, if he didn't have this interception, he's still over thirty points on the week. You could even take away his sack as well, and he's uh, over right at around twenty five points. So that's yeah. like a beastly game just because of his tackles and double digit yeah. tackles, nothing to sneeze at. That's for sure. Yeah, that's still that still would have been a top, you know, ten linebacker this week if you take out sure. monster plays. So for sure, <laughs> on my on my studs and duds videos, I did everybody who was twenty five points or higher because I try not to dive too deep. I try to get the real real studs to mention and showcase. And yeah, he would have been at twenty five points. <clears throat> yep. All right. How about the Rams, though? 
Rams have changed their defense a lot. You know, I mean, not Aaron Donald and pieces like that, but their linebacker crew, I don't even know if a lot of people know who is around there. I mean, I think a lot of people know Troy Reader because when Micah Kaiser went out last year, dude bald. But two guys who really came through yesterday, Justin Hollins and Kenny Young, two linebackers who are going to be on the field a lot. What do you think about the Rams defense, you know, outside of Aaron Donald, the biggest household name, and Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, well, I mean, we saw a good safety play, um, uh, Rap and uh, um, what's his name? Fuller. Uh, Fuller, yes. Both of them were on the field 100% of snaps. Both uh, produced a lot of tackles for you, and uh, I saw Taylor Rapp getting blitzed a good bit, so I like to see that. But for the Love linebackers, um, it looks like Kenny Young is going to be their primary guy. He played 100% of snaps. They did not play uh reader for very many snaps i think he played sub sub 80 percent of snaps i have to double check the index so that that's not encouraging but at least we know early you know we know early that's kind of the situation we're looking at so if if kenny young is on your waiver wire he's probably the top target uh for the week um and there's a good chance he is out there too so i would check for him and then holland's kind of coming out of nowhere but uh, we we have seen pass rushers on this team kind of emerge from nowhere and play very well over the last few years um, uh, Leonard Floyd and uh, that Hollins seem like they're going to be those guys along with Aaron Donald this year. Hollins, I swear, was in the backfield like every play, like every time I looked up, he was in the backfield. Whether he was make, I mean, came down with two sacks on the game. And when you got a guy like Aaron Donald who's demanding a double team every single snap and then sometimes a triple team, there's just going to be lanes for guys like him to just go through. So yeah, a guy like Justin Hollins, he's uh, he's high priority on my waiver wire this week. Yeah, he's only 25 years old, second year in the league. Um, and they used to have a, a pass rusher named Sam, Samson Ebucan, I believe his name is. I don't know where he went. I think it was either the 49ers or maybe Miami. Either way, he's not on the team anymore, and I think that's where Justin Hollins is beginning to see his playtime, going to see his playtime come from this year. And he could earn a full-time role. You know, I mean, the Rams don't really, you know, they play their best players and they they evaluate their guys constantly. So he could see himself getting even more snaps. I, I'm putting him into the index uh, later today as well. Um, check that out on my Patreon if you guys want to. Yeah, if you guys aren't sub uh, subscribed to Jordan's channel, it's IDP Army. Make sure you hop over there. Give him a sub. It's in the description of the video. So make sure you hop over there and show some love. And yeah, Jaws, rap wasn't as busy as I hoped for for the Rams. He was busy. It just didn't equate, you know, in the, in the stat line because he was doing a lot of work. And like Jordan said, he was rushing. He was getting in the box. It's it just didn't equate on the stat. Yeah, line there was that. There was that one play in particular. I know Peter, or uh, I forgot who it was, but he got pretty. He got blown up pretty bad. But he was coming in for a sack. Um, so I mean, he would have got that whole different conversation around him. Oh yeah, and they showed that one where he was about to destroy Andy Dalton, and it was like the left tackle. He was totally looking at someone else, and it was like last second he turned around and pretty much laid out his whole body just yeah. to throw Rap out of the way and. Dude's 350 pounds. I mean, he made made rap look like a rag doll out there with that hit. But yeah, he mm-hmm. was uh, he was real close to wrecking Andy Dalton's life right there. Oh, do me a favor, slide over a little bit to the left or right, real quick. Let's let everyone see that jersey that you got behind you right there. Oh yeah, TJ TJ Watt should have been the defensive player of the year last year. He got paid highest defensive player in the league. He deserves it. Steelers did the right thing. Straight cash, homie. Got that straight cash, homie. Two sacks. Yes, sir. 
talking about on Josh Allen and for everyone who wasn't watching that game, TJ Watt is so good at his craft that he was coming in. Um, at, I don't know if it was from the blind side. I, I can't even remember at this point, but he smacked the ball out of Josh Allen's hand and in the exact same motion, grabbed his hand and pulled it behind his body. So there was no chance in hell that he would be able to touch that ball and it was going to get free. TJ Watt worth every penny out there. Um, let's talk about him and all the, all the Steelers that made an impact yesterday. I mean, TJ Watt's a beast. I mean, besides Chandler Jones, he was the top defensive line player of the week. He only he played like less snaps than he usually even plays, generally speaking. Um, and it's kind of running back 2019 where he and Chandler Jones were like the top guys like all season long. This week, they're the two top guys. Um, and like you said, I mean, he's just he's unstoppable. I mean, he's just he's unstoppable. He's on a defensive line of other guys that are basically unstoppable. I mean, for me, he was the number one pick at IDP uh, because he's a sure thing, uh, unlike a lot of players for a linebacker or defensive line if you're on sleeper. Um, and he came out and showed it this week. One thing that sucks about Yahoo, I will say, because um, I have to get a lot of my information from Yahoo because sleeper, they just don't have enough IDP players on there to look at the roster percentage and things like that. You can mm -hmm. only play TJ Watt as a linebacker on Yahoo. So that kind of sucks. But another guy on the line who just balled the fuck out, he was on my IDP sleeper video and uh, early pickup video, Cameron Hayward. Dude, this guy is yeah. a force to be reckoned with. He's a beast. He's unreal. I He has like, he has like, a, I think he got like a double digit pressures in that game or something stupid. Um, and that's like five or six more than the next best guy all week. So. Yeah, Cameron Hayward. We've, I mean, he's he's a he's a monster. I had him ranked pretty high this week. He was in my top eighteen, I think. You have to check the website, double check me. But um, every week, I mean, he's basically like T.J. Watt. I mean, you just just play him. There's no reason not to play Cameron Hayward if you have him in his defensive line spot or have him on your team for that reason. So because he just has such a solid floor, and you know he's going to get home eventually. On Yahoo and IDP one two three scoring, he was the top defensive lineman. We don't really. See the yep. Yep, because Chandler Jones, he's only a linebacker on there. TJ Watt got a couple points less than him. He's only listed as linebacker. But yeah, so on Yahoo, Cam Hayward was that dude. And at the defensive tackle position, too. Nice. We don't see that too often. It's usually the DNs. Yeah. Now, what say you about Joe Schobert? So I drafted him a lot before he got traded over to Pittsburgh. I knew first couple games could be a little iffy. Still learning the defense. Got to figure out where he's going to kind of mix in. What do you think about Joe show moving forward this year? I'm still in, you know, it's his first week with the team. Um, he, you know, I'm, I'm not, I mean, he's still one of the highest paid linebackers in the league. He's still a great linebacker. Um, I know his snaps were a little lower than I think we anticipated on the, on the, for him this week, but again, it's just his, his first week. He still played uh North of 75% of the snaps. So as the first week, I'm fine with that. I think next week he'll get up there in the hundred percent area. Let's just go down a couple other of the big studs for the week. Uh, Nick Vigil for Minnesota. Anthony Barr's out. They don't play the same position, but I'm assuming Anthony Barr being out just gave him a couple more opportunities than he would normally have. Uh, you passing on that grass, or is this someone who you're picking up, throwing on your bench? I mean, it just depends on if Anthony Barr is going to be back or not. That's something you have to monitor. I've just, I've noticed the guy that usually comes in to replace him, which, I mean, this is kind of obvious, but, I mean, last year was Eric Wilson. These guys who are playing in Anthony Barr's spot are better IDP producers than Anthony Barr. So if they if he is going to sit out, odds on 
odds are that the player who's playing for him, which in this case this season looks like Nick Vigil, is going to be a good bet to produce for you, um, and it's definitely going to be worth playing. I don't know if I can predict him to be a top player every week, um, but, you know, I, it's a productive spot, so I'm in. You know, the other guy on the week that did really good too plays on that same team, and, I mean, this is the same thing as last year. Both these linebackers were incredible for IDP. Both Minnesota line, Vikings linebackers uh, were good. Eric Kendricks, Eric Wilson. Now it's Eric Kendricks and Anthony Barr when he's healthy. But at the moment, it's Nick Vigil. So both of them are going to be playable and should be played. Nice. Now, Jalen Ramsey, he finished as one of the top defensive backs this week. Now, I think it's an outlier game because he went up against Allen Robinson. We already know that Allen Robinson is going to do his thing. He's one of the best route runners in the league. For anybody who might be going crazy on Jalen Ramsey, what do you think? Is he gonna is he gonna be the guy who people test and he's gonna come down with you know almost ten total tackles like every single game, or is I, he gonna get you know avoided like he has in the past? I don't know. I haven't looked. I, I mean, this is this is good. This is very good for him in general. I haven't looked in a in a while. Uh, I didn't. I haven't looked to see how he was played last night. But I know his first couple of years in the league, he played a lot more man. Um, and when he went to the Rams, started playing more zone. So as a result of that, his tackles seemed to go down and his pass deflections seemed to go down. Um, the first two years when he was in Jacksonville, those were pretty high numbers that he was getting. Uh, so he was definitely playable as a defensive back. I know a lot of people don't like to play cornerbacks at their DB spot, but if you're playing two or three defensive backs and you have flexes, I mean, there's no reason not to dip into the corner market, especially when you can you know, target a guy like Jalen Ramsey. And if the situation continues, and again, I don't know, but if he did play more man, and if he does get manned up now more against the the off the other opposing team's best offensive player, there's a chance that he could keep putting up high you know tackle totals, and he could put keep putting up high pass deflection numbers, and he could come down with more picks, you know, closer to looking more like he did as a rookie than he has in recent years. And the thing with the Rams, even though Ramsey is so good, and you want to avoid him, I mean, you really just can't run on them. So it's almost like pick your poison. And if you got a top wide receiver out there, I mean, you can't be afraid to go after him, you know, especially a guy like Allen Robinson. So I'm not going to be on the Jalen Ramsey hype train as far as like fantasy goes, but I'm really curious to see, just like you said, is he going to be more in man on man or is it going to be zone where he just takes away half the field and they can scheme things a lot different. It worked out yesterday. The defense was balling. I might be a little more in, you know, I, I like playing, you know, especially if you're in a deeper league. I mean, if Ramsey's out of my waiver wires in some of these uh, MFL leagues that I'm still in on, I mean, I'm going to go pick him up for sure. He's probably not, though, because he's a big-name corner. So <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, even people who don't really know fantasy pick up a guy like Jalen Ramsey just because they know the name. He's swaggy as hell. I mean, that's what you want. At some point, you just got, at some point every team's just got a vibes guy somewhere. Like, oh, yeah. maybe he's not going to be the best player at wide receiver. Maybe he's not going to be the best quarterback. But it's like Minshew, you know, we just have a vibes guy on the end of the bench. Like he's here. He's part of the team. When we win, he wins with us. When we lose, he loses with us. Vibes guy. <laughs> yep. What up? John said, uh, still sad. Keanu, um, Keanu Neal had the safety designation taken away. Looked like he played a lot of the hybrid role. When they listed Keanu Neal as the middle linebacker, I got really excited I also got really nervous for Jalen Ramsey, so I want to talk about a couple Cowboys players here. Do you think Keanu Neal is droppable now that we saw he is going to be in a hybrid role? Jalen Smith, 
I think he's he's borderline droppable at this point. And Micah Parsons not as big of a stat line as uh, as everybody expected. I wouldn't drop any of those guys because here's the thing: it's week one. If Micah Parsons rolls his ankle, I mean, boom, Jalen Smith. Where I mean, we're 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 right back in it. So I wouldn't go dropping high big names yet. Just and you know what if or what if they just love everything they've seen from Micah Parsons. So they go all in on him and they get rid of Jalen Smith. They trade him and he goes somewhere and plays all the time, you know? So I, I wouldn't be cutting guys like that just yet. Um, really quick. Yeah. J, J, and I'm not saying cut him right away, but a borderline, depending on what style of league, he played 25% of snaps yesterday. I mean, that's, okay. That's not the guy we drafted. You've got a short and you're in a redraft league. You got a short bench. Yeah. I mean, that's, he's definitely a cut candidate. Like, if you're in Dynasty or if you're in, like, a league that has a bigger bench, I wouldn't do that. Not yet. Yeah, and in Dynasty, you're definitely not dropping him. But I think in that's Dynasty, this is a great buy point. Yeah, because we're, we're really hoping that he gets traded at this point. Dallas doesn't like him. He's pretty much got moved down on the depth chart. And he's he, I swear he got more snaps on special teams than he did in the actual game. Yeah, his career's not over yet. So It, it is not. Hopefully it's just over in, over in Dallas. That's what we definitely uh, hope for. We'd be okay with that. And uh, another, some other cornerback talk. How about Xavier Howard uh, getting the forced fumble and fumble recovery to beat the Patriots? A guy who I thought may mentally just be out of it a little bit, but X gonna give it to you. Yeah, I mean, big big time players make big time plays. I mean, it's just at some point there isn't a graph, there isn't a spreadsheet. There's no model you can run that says that. It's just a thing, and that's what he did, you know. So he got his money. He's going to go out there. And he's going to help them win games. I mean, they beat the Patriots yesterday. I mean, did anybody have them winning against the Patriots? I don't think so. You know, uh, also, shame on everyone who said the Bills were going to beat the Steelers. Oh, the Steelers' offensive line is so bad. We don't need an offensive line. We'll beat the best offense from last year. We don't need an offensive line. Get out of here. That defense, though, I mean, I know that we are in an offensive-driven league, but I swear, I mean, we are on an IDP show. The series that this is on on my YouTube channel is Defense Wins Championships. Like, that is still this is all a we thing. Need right here. <laughs> we're stacked. We're ready. We're, oh, yeah. We're, we're the season 17 game, 17 no. Let's go. Hey, we shall see. What 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 was the record last year? Or was it last year or 2019 where it was like they've eight? gone like 10 and 0 and are like 11 and 0, like I think both the last two years to start the season or some crazy shit. And like two years ago, they made the then they were like one game from making the playoffs and Ben played like two or three games. And it's like people are like people are always talking about how bad the Steelers are gonna be. People are always wrong. <laughs> yeah. Steelers always show out. Yeah. What up, Steven? Said Chandler gave me my only win this week. Well, there you go, hey. man. IDP life. <laughs> Blessings. Adam on Adam on Twitter. Or I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. He seems cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A couple more players to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, Tracy Walker for Detroit. That's my dude. That's my I, dude. I had him so high last year. I think I had him number five or number six on my dynasty rankings. A little little injury riddled last year and definitely flopped, but man, he is back in pure form right now. Seven solos, one tackle for loss and a big time sack. This going to be a normal game that we're going to be seeing from him. 
Yes. I mean, not like he's not going to get a sack every week or tackle for a loss, but everyone's going to be like, oh, he's just a free safety, blah, blah, blah. I mean, people tried to literally bury this dude all offseason. Like, you should have heard some of the nonsense about how Tracy Walker, he's so bad, and he's never, you know, he's played, and then they're going to uh, – it's people tried to bury him. He's always been the same guy. Now he's playing the snaps again. He's the same guy. He's a top safety. He's a top defensive back. Any way you cut it. Um, They're going to be getting thrown on a lot. And he's like the last line of defense between yeah. like the team scoring. And he's I probably going to lead the team in tackles. He's probably, there's a chance he leads the team in impact plays. I mean, what's not to love, you know? Because their linebacker crew, I mean, not the best. I mean, really on defense, they they really don't have too much. So him being the last line of defense, you know, the safety, the center fielder, you know. I I will say they they don't have much anywhere on that team, but they did play San Francisco within a score. So (laughs) I think that Kyle Shanahan, the Kyle Shanahan, I think this is the year the narrative shifts from him being like, He's such a brilliant coach to like, is this guy okay? Like, what is like what is going on here? I know we're talking IDP, but just to switch to offense, Detroit caught everybody by surprise. I mean, their top two running backs are their top two wide receivers, also. Jared Goff, top three quarterback. I remember good. I gotta talk to Billy about that. I was off Jared Goff for sure. I mean, but because they got no wide receivers over there. I didn't know he was going to throw it 60 times a game and throw it like 30 times to his running backs for a whole bunch of money. Money, money, money. We had a couple of bad games for IDP, though. We're just not great. Uh, Jamal Adams kind of let us down. Jabril Peppers let us down a little bit. Um, Jamal Adams did score-wise. He still had six sacks, I mean, or six tackles. That's not bad. And he almost had a sack in the first quarter. Um Derwin James did okay, seven tackles. Um, I know Jabril Peppers was losing playing time to uh, X, Xavier McKinney, and then Ooh. also they had uh, Logan Ryan was out there pretty heavily. So um, Jabril Peppers started last season slow too. I'm not burying him yet, um, but it's it'll be interesting to see how the Giants decide to use all three of these guys and if this this one week is indicative of how the whole season will be. Was Logan Ryan getting in at safety also, or was he um, 100% playing corner yesterday? I think he was playing safety, too. Uh, I need to double-check, but from what I was watching, he was. And I saw him coming up close to the line, too, a good bit. And Logan Ryan balled out. Like, he he was on my on the IDP studs for this week. Like, yeah, I think he had, like, eight solo tackles. and Yeah, he had a bunch of other stuff. I mean, he's two years removed from being the defensive back one, so – I don't know why we're like shocked or why I'm shocked or why I have to put him in my waiver segment because I, I let everyone down this offseason. I didn't hype him up enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what's tough about these waiver wires because it's like we got some hardcore people, you know, who watch our stuff. And none of the guys that we mentioned will ever be on waivers in their leagues because they run like maybe like 10 IDP players. It sucks. Like you figuring out some of the guys that get left on IDP waivers, though. And just in general, I don't know. It's a fun game. Just in fantasy in general. Oh, Elijah yeah. Mitchell's out there a lot of places. Yahoo needs to hire, I would say, one of us or both of us as a team to tackle their IDP stuff because um, it's horrible. It's worse than Sleeper at this point. But the one thing I will say about Yahoo, there's got to be way more IDP leagues on Yahoo than there is on Sleeper. Way more. Because yeah. Devin White... Devin White, Darius Leonard, they're both rostered in 
Devin White's 96% of leagues. Darius Leonard's 95% of leagues. So, damn. That's that's a huge difference than on Sleeper. I'm going to go check how uh, how rostered Devin White is really quick because, I mean, he is. Like I think he's probably player. like 18, 19, 17, 18, 19. So, it says 4% rostered, 3% started on Sleeper. That, that's why I can't even mess with, like, the Sleeper percentages oh, right wow. now. Yeah, that's a mess. And let's see. I know you talked about Chase Young before. And on Sleeper, like, yeah, it says 3% rostered, 2% started on uh, on Sleeper. So Sleeper's making moves, but they don't have a lot of IDP leagues on there. So that's why I got to stick with Yahoo just a tad bit. Who are some other duds from the week who we think are going to turn it back around? I was making it far down this list. Um, AJ Johnson, I know, kind of dudded this week. Demario Davis. I didn't feel like anybody really, really, like, let me down. I mean, it was just kind of like just getting back in the swing of things, honestly. You know, there weren't, like, a lot of, like, necessarily massive games, but I don't know. I I didn't feel like there was too, too many guys that were really, you know, let me down. Trey Hendrickson kind of did. Well, actually, he really did. I think he only had, like, one quarterback hit. Um, But I'm not worried. He played a lot of snaps still, so we'll just have to see there. Especially week one, it's tough to gauge the IDP realm just because some guys might be playing less snaps, you know, in week one. Some guys might be playing more snaps. So, yeah, like- defensive line players, they're they're more likely to be the ones who let you down. And they're by nature more of a boomer bust position anyway. So, like, I don't want to say like a guy let me down because I don't want to say that I had like super high expectations for anybody that wasn't like a high up. And most of the guys that were ranked pretty highly, you know, at least the, even if they didn't do massively, they did all right. You know, I mean, I think Miles Garrett still ended with a sack or half a sack. Um, Nick Bosa, he had a couple of sacks. Um, Joe, I mean, the, the guys who you thought would do good, you know, they didn't let you down. So a lot of information that's out there. So that's one thing that's good. And the depth charts being updated like all the time and things like that, it uh, it makes a big difference. Uh, last thing I'm going to say for people who who may not who may be new to IDP I feel like the linebackers those are the running backs you know equivalent on offense the defensive backs those are kind of like the wide receivers that's the equivalent and those defensive linemen they are like the tight ends where defensive line is kind of a wasteland and you're definitely going to see more flops you know like Jordan said out of the defensive line than any of the other positions yep all right any final thoughts before we get out of here no, not really. I mean, it's a good week one. You know, we're not, you know, we just got our first data points. So we'll keep looking at things and uh, sending out good information for everybody on, you know, your channel. Check out my channel on YouTube. Check out the IDP Army. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, check us out on the Facebook group that Hustler runs. That thing is dope as well. So, yeah, we're putting out information all week long and we'll help you guys make roster decisions and set your lineups and hopefully win your weeks. Yeah. And I want to give you a live congratulations, man. You hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube. No small feat. I mean, I've seen some of these fantasy, you know, um, YouTubes out there that, I mean, they've been doing it for like five years, six years, you know, way longer than guys like you and I have doing it. And uh, yeah, you shattered that one. It's tough. It was tough, but I mean, it's, it's, it's work. It's tough, but it's rewarding, you know, especially like I'm sure you, what you get like people on there, 
commenting a lot or you know that you interact with a good bit and you see them in there and you know you're helping them and they're giving you feedback and you know they're sharing their ideas or their leagues with you and that's fun fun back and forth and you know putting out you know asking like what do you guys want you know like it's it's just really fun to see more people come and engage and know that those people are are looking for good idp fantasy football information that, that they're trusting me to do that so thanks to everyone that subscribed you know i appreciate you helping me out as well i mean you've given me some tips and you know i mean it we're just getting started, so this is going to be a good time. IDP will be on the map within two or three years as the normal form of fantasy football, and I'm glad that guys like me and you are going to be at the forefront making it happen early. Yes, sir. All right. If you guys don't know, my last shout-out is going to be make sure you are back here 12 noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. We got fantasy news today. It's a Monday through Friday show. We got Bogart Scott Free coming on. We got Taco from The Daily Sporting coming on. We're going to be bringing all the news that is covered as of today, the stuff that the morning podcast didn't cover. So we will be back here a little over an hour. Peace out, guys. Defense on me! I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night! If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.